Hey everyone, welcome to Share Your Sparkle. I'm your host, Dr. Darlene Berrios, and this is episode 21. Time flies. Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in today. Sorry for the delayed posting. I want to welcome Bean Berrios to the family. Bean is a black lab. He's 11 weeks old and I got him on Saturday. So yay, welcome Bean. I am a new mom. I have a baby. (laughs) He has some large shoes to fill because uh, his brother dogs before, Bailey and Choco, were uh, top of the top. And I know this little pup will be just as wonderful. Um, great story related to him. You know how sometimes crazy things happen in life? Well, this is one of those awesome crazy things. I was actually on my way somewhere, and I'm not going to go into reasons why, but had to turn or decided to turn around. And the exit that I get off of has a sign that says labs for sale. And it's actually in a neighborhood where my old friends that I played soccer with grew up. And I turn around and go by my friend's old house and get to the sign. And the sign had actually fallen down already. And I just pulled over and the woman was like, oh, are you looking for the labs? And I said, yeah. She said, well, I have one black male left and I was like well can I meet the puppy she was like sure so I meet this little cute boy I will tell you that um, puppy eyes his puppy eyes are legit like I think when you look up puppy eyes in the dictionary you'll see his face <laughs> and if you've met him you know what I'm talking about Um, And I hope at some point all of you get to meet him or I'll figure out a way so I can post his picture so you can see his his puppy eyes. And I got to meet um, his mom um, and one of his brother dogs, Butterball, a yellow lab. And the woman and I start talking and have seriously like a billion connections. She is close friends with people I played soccer with since I was like in second grade. Her daughter goes to Providence College, shout out to PC, Um, and it was just meant to be. So I was a little mad because I didn't end up going where I wanted to go, but then God brought me to to Bean. (laughs) They actually, they, they named their dogs and, you know, when they sell them, owners change the name and, um, or sometimes. And I think they named him after um, L.L. Bean, but I just dropped the L.L. part. And then I figured, um, kind of like with Choco when he first, when I first got him, I was going to change his name. Um, and then my former partner talked me into not changing it. So I had that same kind of thinking with this little guy. So Bean Berrios, welcome to the family. He's curled in a ball laying next to me. So I have a I have an office mate now, which is pretty exciting. (laughs) But let me get to the point today. How time flies, or time flies. Last episode, I talked about how we're coming upon 
many one-year anniversaries. As a collective, right, as a group of people, this is a point in history that will be referred to for many years to come, probably for the rest of our lives. We're going to come back to this point, not this one exactly, but a year ago, 2020, and it'll be literally like the five-year anniversary of like when COVID first appeared in the United States or when kids were sent into virtual learning, the 10-year anniversary, the 15-year anniversary. It'll be as a collective something that I know will be in the media for the rest of our lives. Well, here's something that you don't know. 57 years ago today, my mom came to the United States. 57 years ago today. So sometimes in life, you know, time passes. And in a way, this past year at first might have felt like five years, and like three months felt like five years, and then time kind of picked up again. But almost six decades ago, how time flies, almost six decades ago, my mom arrived to the United States. So I want to share her story. And part of it is to highlight a voice, you know, that won't be in the media for years or for years and years to come, but that has changed the trajectory of not only her life, but of every life of the person or the people that she loves. So 57 years ago today, my mom flew from San Juan, Puerto Rico. She left at 12 o'clock and arrived in New York at around four o'clock on Pan America. The flight, guess how much the flight cost? Just take a guess. $40. <laughs> Actually, I think we might be able to find some flights for $40 nowadays. <laughs> but 57 years ago, $40 was a lot of money. And it was an uncle of hers who, has, who had visited Puerto Rico prior to this date, 57 years ago, who had talked to my mom's mom about having her come to the United States for a better life for schooling. And my mom is the oldest of nine. So it made sense that she would be the one to come first or to visit first. So on this date at 4pm, she arrived in New York, her uncle picked her up. She said it was really cold. So if you're in New England right now, it's actually snowing, cold, probably on a day like today. And all she was wearing was, you know, a skirt She's coming from like 80 degrees, (laughs) you know, no long pants. And she remembers her uncle giving her his coat. And she stayed with this uncle for um, a few months until she moved to an aunt's house. Um, And I'll I'll get back to that, those living situations in a second. But my mom was 15 years old when she came here. She remembers the first apartment she lived in with her uncle, one, two, three, four, Main Street in Hartford, Connecticut. And like I said, at the time she was 15, looked for jobs over and over and over again, but they weren't going to hire her or they didn't hire her because she was too young. So one day, what my mom did, being her savvy self, she followed my aunt 
to where she worked. And she worked in this factory and she just followed them and she waited for them to go in. And then she approached the door and there was a guy there. And luckily there was someone who spoke Spanish and he's like, are you looking for a job? And my mom said, yes, I'm looking for a job. And she lied about her age. <laughs> she lied about her age. And then at the break time that day, my uh, aunt saw my mom and she's like, what are you doing here? And she's like, well, I just got hired. <laughs> so she worked in this factory, tobacco factory, inspecting leaves during the day. Um, and then eventually got another job at a library from 6 p.m. to 12 p.m., cleaning the library. So during the day, she would work in the factory inspecting tobacco beans, tobacco beans, I'm sorry, tobacco leaves. Look, I have bean on my mind, the dog, <laughs> tobacco leaves. And then in the evening, make an additional $20 a week, a week, um, cleaning libraries. So working two jobs and sending money to her mom and dad in Puerto Rico. Mind you, my mom is the oldest of nine. So she was helping support um, her siblings who were still on the island. So she would send about $20, $25 to her father every week. Um, eventually, at some point, the tobacco company was like, we're going to pay more for people who would like to work in the fields. And then my mom took one of those jobs and ended up making a little bit more money, $48 a week. Um, and in a year's time was able to save $450. So in a year, she saved $450, which was enough money to bring her mom and her eight siblings to the United States. That's pretty amazing. How many of you right now could save enough money to bring your whole family over from someplace else? like in just a year. So she did that. And about a year later, her mom and her eight siblings for $450 flew on a Pan American flight and made it to the United States. So not only did I, my mom change the path of her life, but she also brought over her mom and her brothers and sisters at that point, she was able to get an apartment for her family. So first, when my mom came here, she lived with her uncle. Then she lived with an aunt for a little bit. And actually at her aunt's house, it was through her cousin who spoke mostly English and my mom who spoke mostly Spanish that they learned, you know, the other language, whether it was English or Spanish, which was pretty neat. And in that time, a year's time, you know, my mom found an apartment for her and her mom and eight brothers and sisters. And my grandfather was not, you know, he was set on not coming at that point. He eventually did come over later, but he didn't. So my mom is now maybe 16, oh, 17 years old, about that. Um, and she wants, and she remembers basically working her whole life. Like since she was eight years old, my mom in Puerto Rico, helped her dad with the animals. So they lived on a farm with chickens, pigs, where they had vegetables and fruit. And in the early morning, 
she would, you know, corral the animals, pick the vegetables, sometimes picked um, oranges, like bags of oranges with, with about a hundred oranges that they would sell for like a dollar or two dollars a bag. So since my mom was little, she's been working her booty off. <laughs> so people who think immigrants are lazy, think again. Um, and when she got to the United States, working two jobs and at some points having an additional thing where she would like go to class at night to learn a trade, whether it was like nursing or, um, you know, or learning English, things like that. So hardworking woman who um, was able to change her family's life. Eventually, <clears throat> she left the tobacco field and got a job at Royal Typewriter when she was about 17 years old. And at the time, it was this company in Hartford where, um, once again, you know, she had to be 18 to work. And she got a job in there because she lied and said she was 18. <clears throat> and was always she was always so scared of, like, the bosses or anybody who she knew had some positional power asking her about her age when she worked there. And she recalls a story where one of the bosses came up to her and said, how are you? You know, how are you? But she, in her nervous state, said, I'm 18. Because <laughs> she thought he was asking, how old are you? And that was something that was always in the back of her mind. Because, you know, she was providing for nine 10 other people. So losing a job was not something that she wanted to do. But she worked there um, from eight to four. And at that point made $98 a week. I mean, compared to like the 40 something dollars a week it was a big, big improvement. <clears throat> the apartment that they had where all of them lived was about $20 a week. And um, then eventually Royal Typewriter closed. Um, she met my dad when she was about 17, 18 years old. And my father at the time had a small business, a dry cleaning business. And then my mom also became a part of, of that company. And eventually they married in 1968. So, um, from there she had biologically four kids, but my mom is the mother of uh, to many, not only my friends, but all my siblings, um, friends. And she has been a wonderful provider in so many w different ways for her kids and her 11 grandkids and all of the people that she has touched in her life. She is just... Um, a loving, hardworking individual that 57 years ago came to this country as a teenager and pretty much rocked it out. So, to my mom, whose story won't be in history books, and to all the moms who have come here for a better life, for maybe they're born or not yet to be born children or their parents or their siblings or their loved ones you know it takes a lot of courage it takes a lot of strength it takes a lot of perseverance 
to start somewhere new. And she did that 57 years ago today. How time flies. So we were all thinking about how a year ago something happened, you know, with COVID. Um, we will have other anniversaries. We will have other wonderful things to celebrate. Of course, life will also be filled with things that we don't want to celebrate or remember. But time will continue. Time will fly, so make it count. I do want to end um, and recognize another mother who, whose birthday would have been today, who passed away about a year ago at the end of February. And um, Jan, wherever you are, I know you're hanging out with Barkley. I'm sure Bailey's visiting you. Um, that mom actually um, was like PayPal back in the day <laughs> when I got Bailey. Um, Jan provided the money uh, from the Cape so that I could pick him up and then my mom eventually sent Jan money. So for that and for the wonderful soul that you are, uh, I hope and I know that you're looking after your family still from from wherever you are. So. Happy birthday, Jan. And to my mom, 57 years ago, flew by. Mom, thank you for taking a chance. Thank you for betting on yourself. And thank you for caring for so many people in so many different ways. With much love, thank you, thank you, thank you. And everybody out there, I hope you get to meet Bean one day. Um, he's a sweet little soul. All right, people. Until next time, accept your sparkle, surrender to it, and allow it to be so. Keep shining! <laughs>